My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today with an incredible guest. You guys, I have brought on Pam Perry. She's an award-winning marketing communications and PR professional. She helps established experts and experienced entrepreneurs to stand out from the competition so that they can attract new clients for their business. So You guys, she's also the publisher of Speakers Magazine and the podcast host of the Speakers Magazine show. So with that being said, on top of the people she works with, you know, she after she's done working with them, her clients have been featured on CNN, TBN and the World Net, the Word Network, Radio One, Oprah Magazine. You guys, the list goes on. So I just wanted to throw that part in there. Super awesome. Welcome to the show, Pam. Thank you so much for coming on today. How's it going? Oh, thank you so much for having me, Brittany. It's going good. It's going good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, Pam, um, I kept my part quite brief. Now, I would love for you, if you don't mind, opening up and telling us a bit about your journey and what brought you to where you are today, if you don't mind filling in those gaps. I've been doing this for a couple of decades now, so doing PR. And one of the things when I first started doing PR, I really was doing like old school PR. Like you write the press release, put it on the facts, call the radio station, TV station, magazine, and try and get your client's book. Fast forward 20 years later, uh, the the whole disruption of the internet happened, right? So we've got disruption of books because we've got Amazon, disruption of music because we've got iTunes, we've got disruption of PR uh, because we've got press releases that are SEO press releases. And then not only do we have like paid media, so people kind of know about paid, they know about earned media. And then there's this thing called owned and shared. We call it the PESO method, P-E-S-O. So owned and shared are things like what we're doing. We own the podcast, right? And then sharing is the whole social media. So that changed the whole PR game. And so the reason why I love doing it, because it's always changing, always changing. So people say, oh my God, you've been doing the same thing for 20 years. Nope, nope, not having it. Nope, because it has changed every single year. It'll change six months from now. Uh, it's right. changing with chat GPT. So, you know, it's 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 a ever evolving industry. And I really, really do enjoy working with speakers and authors. Mm-hmm. Love that. You mentioned Chad B- GBT, uh, GPT and I, yeah. um, what are your thoughts on that? Because I, I love it. Oh my God. I don't know. It what are your thoughts game, on that? It's a ca- game changer. Don't make me run around this building. I mean, it's like <laughs> the thing that saves so much time. So as a publicist, I'm writing and writing and writing all day doing, and it just makes my day move so much faster. So like, for instance, it can do podcast show notes, right? Uh, it can, uh, episode reply- titles, everything meal plans. I've heard. I'm like, oh what? It, it replies for customer service questions. That is a game changer. So, you know, how sometimes you get a lot of 
things that aren't on the FAQ and someone will send you an email, then you can put that question in chat GPT and it'll know you and it'll respond for you. Oh my God. It's right. just it's amazing. It's just amazing. I it's love huge. It. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it as well. Now, I really want to talk about, you know, how you were able to leverage PR to build brand and business and how you do that with people that you work with today. Well, one of the things where um, the the main thing is just really making sure that people are being seen, heard, uh, they're speaking, obviously on stages. But if you can't speak everywhere, then the book can go. If the book can't go, then the podcast can go. So I'm really about making sure that people are getting seen, getting heard, and getting out there, which is the name of my podcast. But yeah, that's really like the main thing. Right. And so what is your client acquisition process like when finding these ideal clients that you work with? So primarily because I do Speakers Magazine, people know that I'm the go-to person if they want to really build their platform with speakers. So I'm a partner with a lot of speaking organizations, one being the Black Speakers Network as well, which has about 14,000 speakers in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of them obviously aren't ready for some PR, so we're helping them build their platform. But because I've been around so long, uh, I would say I speak at a lot of conferences and things like that. So a lot of people have heard of me uh, you know, from Pam Perry PR Publishers Weekly, which is um, the, the, I guess you would say the industry standard, they call me the PR guru. So a lot of times when authors are looking for a publicist, they will come to me and they know what kind of authors and things that I work with, authors and speakers I work with. So that's kind of like really cool. And I've always spoken at a lot of like book expos and book festivals, uh, speakers events. Um, I speak at some of this, my clients events as well. So so it's 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 a that kind of thing. So it's just really keeping your finger on the pulse of where you're obviously social media, but keeping your finger on the pulse. I think podcasting is a great tool. I always mm-hmm. have had a podcast. I've had a podcast since the days of Blog Talk Radio. And uh, I probably had about maybe about 400 shows on Blog Talk Radio. Wow. And what made you continue with podcasting? I mean, I love podcasting, so I hope we all continue. But what made you continue, you know, with, with shows, because I I see the success in every other area and within the podcast for you, but there are a lot of people that, you know, go through the, go through pod fade, pod fade, where they actually don't last past maybe like seven to nine episodes. What are your thoughts on that? That is, that's horrible. I always tell people don't start anything. If you're not going to continue, if you don't like it, don't do it. Because that's one thing about social media, you can jump on TikTok or any other of these platforms, but if you're not going to be there for the long haul, don't do it. But I primarily did it. Um, my first podcast was Chocolate Pages. And so I interviewed my authors and they were so excited. So it's like them being booked on a radio show, but I was actually interviewing them. So Chocolate Pages was uh, where I interviewed authors and it was a, a hit from the very first show because they can talk all day about their books. And so I would do an hour show. I would interview two authors. I would send it out to the, my email list and let everyone know that we're going to be interviewing, say, Reverend Run or Kirk Franklin or whoever, you know, I was interviewing at the time. And people would show up live on the blog talk show. And then we would actually share it out as well. But that was a different type of technologies. Obviously, it's, it's a lot more advanced now. I use Blueberry right now, but it's just a PR tool because you have to really make sure that you're sharing your stories um, and generating positive uh, 
response to what you're selling in the world. It's just really just, I would say it's like the best PR tool that you have. Actually, it's podcasting and PR are synonymous with me. I don't, I, I know some people do other, do podcasting for other reasons, but for me, it's always been about promoting the author and the speaker, because if you're a speaker, people need to hear you. And if you're an author, you speak your book. So those are like the main two that, um, you know, really those who are authors and speakers. And actually I remember doing chocolate pages and this was before a lot of the publishers were actually doing their own podcasts. And that's when I knew that podcasting was going to be here to stay because the podcasts uh, were all their authors. And then they start putting them on YouTube as well. And YouTube now right. has podcasts. But it is, it's it's part of PR. It's part of marketing. It's the ING. I love it. Now, how does it tie into your business best? I mean, do you often get clients from your podcast as well? Yeah, at the in I have commercials in the podcast and they really mm-hmm. are... Uh, you know, little quick things about telling them what I do. And Call so I put, yes, do a little, a little 30 second commercial within there and just say, Hey, you know, get out there, get known. You want to know, know more, learn more about quick media coverage. It's just me. It's a, it's, it's, I do a video podcast. So it's a, it's a commercial within it. That's 30 seconds. Right. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I but love yeah, that. Yeah, Obviously I put it on the website as well. And so the website gets traffic. Uh, and then always it's a call to action at the very end with the Perfect. show notes, b- below the show notes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So Pam, tell us a little bit about, you know, you're a very successful um, entrepreneur yourself. Now, what would you say you see other common traits within other hyper successful people? Any common traits that you might do yourself or that you see in other people who are very successful? I think it's, it's about their why, like why they're doing something. So I enjoy, and I've always enjoyed books. I've always enjoyed going to conferences and motivational speakers. So I, I love that. I like to share that. And that was, that was even in high school. I mean, we're even talking like in college, I would just go to book fairs and things like that. And, you know, my dream job when I was, when I was young was to work in a library. So I'm always love books. So being a promoter of books and authors was just a natural for me because I enjoyed it. That's my why, because I feel like books change lives. So that's your why. So I think anyone who's successful, they're doing it, but it's like, why are they doing it? Would they do it if they weren't going to get paid? And that's, that's when you know that you will be successful in it because you're happy at doing it. And, and really all throughout my life, I've always just move towards what makes me happy. What, what do I know that I'm good at, that I can bring good? So I think really just knowing why you're doing something uh, is more important than, than how you're doing it. Just why, because at a certain point in time, it's all going to be work. But if you know, like why you're doing it, it gives you a bit, a bigger picture of joy and, and really uh-huh. good should be the whole point. Especially through the roller coaster journey that we will go through during this time. Like there, there's going to be so many highs and there's going to be a lot of lows too. Right. So how do you mm-hmm. keep, if you know your why you're going to keep pushing, right? So yes, exactly. Exactly. Because you're keeping your eyes on the goal, on the prize. And yep. you know, the whole point of any kind of PR uh, when you're doing something is to get visibility and credibility. And the podcast does both at the same time. People can hear your voice in real time. 
they know in the podcast, it can be on iHeart, it can be on iTunes, it can be on Stitcher. It can, there's so many, Google, Google, I mean, so it's so many different places, Spotify, obviously, um, that people can find you. And um, visibility, incredibly, it's, I mean, it's so amazing. Just so we're talking about chat, you be, I mean, those are like game changer things. I remember uh-huh. when podcasting first came on, it was like, what's this? You know, all we had was radio before. Now we've got podcasts and YouTube. I remember the first time someone showed me a YouTube video. I was like, really? So you can put little videos up on the, on the internet, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. so it, it's, it becomes part of our life now because it's like, how do we live without it? It's truly though. Oh, the amount of work we had to do before. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, Pam. So you have a, you have a long, long career in, um, I mean, 20 plus years in marketing and uh, other stuff as well. But do you want to talk about what you've learned most that maybe you want to share with us in regards to marketing? I think it's mindset. And uh, so say for instance, with Speakers Magazine, I have to, um, pull a bio out of a, a, a speaker and maybe their photos, right? And so they don't really want to take photos and they're just kind of shy about it. And, and you know, it's like my bio is really, it's like underneath something. I don't know how to say it, but it's something in them that has to unlock to say you're special, you're brilliant, you can shine bright. And, and so I find sometimes as a, a publicist that even though they do want the publicity, I think they have to really feel that they're worthy of it. And mm-hmm. I, I rewrite bio sometimes and I'll, someone will give me a bio and then I will rewrite it and give it back to them. And they'll go like, oh my God, this is, this captures me. This is, this is who I am. I was like, yeah, I said, because when you wrote it, you wrote it like an obituary. It was so dry, so plain. And it's like, we don't want to really toot our own horns. And I think it's more women than men, but but for the most part, it just seems like just generally people are living beneath their shine. And so I always say, just shine bright, put out your best. Uh, it's okay. Um, it, it, you can catch up to if you don't feel like it, but it really is you. I said, I see it in you. So you need to really share that. So I find this mindset first and then the marketing. So when someone's, right. oh, I want to market, market, and then I'm like, okay, let's go. And they're, they're not really traveling with me. It's like, well, what happened? And then they're like, unsure. Are they worthy? Mm. Do they want everybody looking at them? What if they, the imposter syndrome, right? That's that whole thing. They they, they think, you know, that what if they don't think I'm really that? And, you know, so I find that the imposter syndrome keeps people a lot of um, really going for all of their dreams, you know, really not pushing forward and getting on the podcast, getting on the video, uh, doing all the things that are necessary for visibility because they're really, right. even though they want to be a speaker and they have a message to share through a book, sometimes that imposter syndrome will stop them from when I'm saying, okay, let's get on the cover of the magazines. Let's let's do this particular show. Sometimes it's self-sabotage and they don't even realize it. I will set up a series of interviews for a client and then somehow or another, they'll miss like a few of them. I'm like, what? what is this about? I thought you were ready. And right. so mindset is the main thing. Mindset's number one. Mm-hmm. How do you find um, overcoming those challenges for for your clients? Would you say? I'm not a therapist. I'm a publicist. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, I'm just yeah. saying that they need to read their own cliff notes because most of them are inspirational, motivational speakers. So in order for them to dig deep and to really understand why they're doing this, they have to 
do other work. I don't do that. Those are life. That's not your work. That's not my work. All right. I tell myself I'm a publicist, not a therapist. So one of the things that they want to do is just figure out a life coach of how to get rid of the um, visibility blocks. I call them visibility blocks. Mm -hmm. Just like some people have money blocks, there's visibility blocks. And you can't come to a publicist and want to get publicity if you have a visibility block, meaning that you're going to self-sabotage yourself because you're not going to put your best foot forward. You know, those kinds of things. Yeah, come to you when you're ready. Visibility blocks, they got to get over them. Absolutely. Pam, this has been amazing with you. And I know my interviews are so short, but I just want to make sure that you have the next minute or two here to, you know, talk about anything that we maybe didn't have a chance on that you uh, chance to cover throughout the interview yet that you want to let my audience know any bits and pieces that you want to throw out there still. And the best way to connect with you if anyone's looking to reach out. Well, one of the things that is brand new that, again, talking about pivots and things in the industry, quick media coverage is my new program that I'm just starting. And it's been since January. It started since June. And I've probably put about 50 people on about maybe 30 or so different outlets, right, over quickly. And so quickmediacoverage.com is a new way where they can actually be seen on high news ranking websites and podcasts and things like that. So quick media coverage is a way where I can really, depending on what the the, the product that the, the client wants to uh, share out in the world, I can find the right outlet for them. And so I'm partnered with a lot of different uh, uh, media outlets. Uh, actually, it's about, now I've just added another one. It's about 60 or so different outlets. So, you know, I'm on USA Wire. And so people want a story. I can actually put this story there or news break or CEO weekly. So it's a, it's instead of like trying to do it, I can actually guarantee it. So that's what quick media coverage is. So I'm really excited about it. It is, it is really one of those things like, oh my God, it's up, it's hard, it's part um, SEO and PR at the same time. So if someone that has a story on these sites, it has a high domain authority, then people will be able to find it. And, to, and their story is told. That's the main thing. So quickmediacoverage.com, but they can find everything, the magazine, all the things at pamperiodpr.com. Awesome. Pam, thank you so much for today. You added the value that I was looking for. I mean, not only to myself, but my entire audience. So you guys go check out pamperiodpr.com. Pam has long, long amount of years of experience. So go check her out, you guys. Thank you so much, Pam, for today. And uh, absolutely. It's an honor honor to have you on group. If you're listening and enjoyed, please like, and subscribe. If you're a six figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Pam did today to talk about your journey, talk about what you've got going on in the business and possibly the podcast, please go to top 100 interview.com. Thanks guys. Catch you on the next one. Bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out 
out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.